All right, welcome back to the Ohio and Podcast. Um, some news broke over the weekend, and um, I didn't really notice this, but um, the Simpsons are celebrating their 700th anniversary, and I, I believe they're in season 32 of the show, and they're signed up for 33 and 34. Um, Brandon, we've talked about Simpsons before, and I hate to say this, I used to be a huge fan of the Simpsons. Uh, I remember starting to watch <laughs> school i was big into it in college and early adult life but i don't know man i didn't know they were in 100 episodes i didn't know they're in season 33 so i i guess i've dropped off being a, a fan uh they talked to the creator mac uh Gorning over the weekend and usa today you know he was telling usa today hey we're all good good we're better than ever i don't know brandon i haven't thought about simpsons for a while so I guess they're not better than ever. What, what happened to Simpsons? No, I mean, it's good article there. And, you know, it's funny. Someone asked him about the 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 question we all yeah. asked him, like, about the thing we all we all say, at least, uh, is that Simpsons was probably good for about the first eight or so seasons, maybe maybe up to season 10, I guess, in this, the way this question was said. But afterwards, it's jump the shark. It's, it's just, ugh. But, um, you know, Matt doesn't agree with that perspective. So um, it is interesting. I, uh, someone asked him that question. I, I love it that they did. And, um, you know, sticking to his guns and saying, you know, he feels pretty good about his content. I I don't know how um, – I don't know. I feel like if I did – if I was creator of The Simpsons and I was making this these shows over for this long, I feel like I would be going insane. I don't know if I could continue – continue coming up with different ideas and maybe of course he's got a writer's room at task, but it's just, I, I feel like I would, I don't know. I feel like I would keep my pr uh, product. Like I want to be as sharp and uh, pure and uh, as, as, as best as ever. And I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like always the biggest, bigger question is, is the Simpsons ever going to end? <laughs> I feel like I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, younger that I just, it's a little older than me, but um I, yeah. I think it's going to outlive me at this point. So that's just my take so far on on The Simpsons. Yeah, and you wonder what what would the finale look like? You know, at the end of Seinfeld and Frasier and all these other iconic shows, you're like, oh, how are they going to end it and everything? How do you know? I mean, you know, The Simpsons could just, I mean, it could go on, it could go on forever. I mean, our, our kids and grandkids could be sitting here 100 years from now talking about, yeah, The Simpsons, they're on season 140 right now. Maybe it'll never end. Uh, Craig, I mean, I haven't seen The Simpsons recently. I bet you if I watch one of his episodes this season, it'd probably be good. But it hasn't been on my radar. Um, now, you might be different. You know, Craig, maybe you're watching every episode. But what's your take on The Simpsons now? <laughs> well, I'm actually no different. I'm probably worse off than you because I, yeah. I really, really do not watch The Simpsons. Um, it's... I don't really have anything against it. I just don't watch it. I never really got into it. I've probably seen, you know, maybe a few dozen episodes here and there over the years. I did watch the Simpsons movie, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but as far as the show goes, no, I, I really don't watch it, to be honest with you. And I really don't have any desire to watch it. Maybe I'm one of the select few that don't care about the Simpsons, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. I just... I don't know. I just don't watch it, and I don't care to watch it, to be honest with you. And, Brent, I haven't seen over the past couple of years. Like, we're in this, you know, Twitter society where 
you know, we're like, oh my goodness, something huge happened. Uh, I was looking at the article. They were trying to talk about a secret room in this the Homer, you know, Homer's house and everything. I've never, I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I've ever even seen a, wow, Simpsons was amazing tonight. You got to check that out. I mean, has there been any conversation? I mean, they're like, <clears throat> it's almost like maybe it's very cheap to produce. That's why it's still on. I'm just not hearing the buzz at all about it anymore. Yeah, I think that's mostly it's a it's a it's just like a constant humming that you'll only yeah. notice when it's gone. But there are a couple of times when the hum gets louder. I think the Simpsons movie is one of them because right. um, it was just like, you know it's just funny joke. Like even they even poke fun at themselves at the beginning of the film saying. You guys could go watch this movie for free. Go home and watch a show for free, but you decide to pay, you know, um, uh, theater movie prices to watch it. Watch uh, oh, an extended version of this. Yeah. Um, the other milestone was um, um, was the crossover <laughs> event with Family Guy, um, mostly because it was always this, and they it was funny they tackled. Um, you know, Family Guy poke fun at how crossovers are more of a marketing gimmick and dumb and don't really mean anything creatively. But in a way, they tackled it, the 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 crossover creatively in the sense that they poke fun at you know how there were a lot of similarities between Family Guy and The Simpsons. And I think it was like, well, you know, you're plagiarizing off us and us and us, and um, and then like they even had a cameo of. Fred Flintstone, because they're like, yeah. guys, we were the original Family Guy, yeah, um, or the original Simpsons. Like, um, that was a while know, back, right? That was a recent, wasn't it? That wasn't recent. That was say that. That's what I mean. Like, it, it, it's like um, other than that. I mean, the other milestone that really wasn't really a milestone, I would say, is when they moved to Disney Plus, the when you, where you can get yeah. all your Simpsons episode. There was an issue of the aspect ratio not matching up well with Disney Plus's service because you couldn't they cut out a lot of the the scenes um, or like some of the excess scenes um, so that you couldn't see the you wouldn't you might miss some of these those kind of subtle jokes um, like there might be um, like Homer's watching um, um, going to a, a, a tour at a brewery uh, for Duff and he's seeing uh, there's like a little you might miss a scene above him like that's really funny about how Duff is made or something. I is one example. It's not. I wish I could remember exactly what the joke was, but yeah, you might because they crop it out, and when you yeah. crop it out, you might miss some of those uh, ironic moments or dramatic irony. But um, so that was the other kind of little milestone. The other than that, the other the many milestones are always when people are like, "Whoa, Simpsons predicted uh, predicted this," and that's kind of how. Simpsons been played in pop culture, I think, of late is somehow there's always like, you know, they're kind of like predictions or is it just, I don't know, it's just kind of a good guessing in that sense, whether it's President Trump's, uh, um, the likelihood, uh, like, you know, they had a, an episode where it's a future and President Trump's was president, but taken over by Lisa, who said, oh, he ran our economy into the debt. Um, those are kind of uh, uh, fun little moments when people pick it up and talk about them. So that's how I think you can summarize Simpsons impacting pop culture to that extent. Other, I guess I forgot one was of course the, uh, as the article mentioned, the Apu controversy about um, what, and whether white actors can 
voice minority characters at this point. And Matt, really interesting, addressed that as terms of, you know, he's fine with actors acting, but, you know, having a more diverse cast um, is just as important. Yeah, and I always wonder about that telling the future stuff because they they are really I've seen articles where it's like 10 weird times where they foretold the future I mean I, I how did they pull that off was it just chance I mean I, I'm sure it was like their you know fortune tellers or anything but it's kind of weird they predicted the Trump thing they predicted a bunch of other stuff for history which is kind of weird well Donald Trump has, like, uh, in 2004, 2005, he always kind of flirted with the whole, I'll, I'll run for president. And it was like, yeah. I think everyone always laughed at that. You know, I think even Simpsons probably picked up on it, and they just said, hey, let's throw this in. So, I don't well, know. They had the scene where thought. he went down the elevator. It was kind of weird. I mean, again, just maybe they read history better than we did, but I don't, it was kind of strange. It, it, it's so how how much longer do you think it's going to go Brandon? well it's renewed for two more seasons and at this point it's um you know i, d- I don't know i mean um it's most likely going to get keep getting renewed but um and matt doesn't seem to be the one who's going to who's going to decide when i don't think he's going to now it doesn't sound like he's going to announce it when it's going to end it could just end you know it just ends and <laughs> There's no finale. There's just, you know, finally ends, and this is always going to be known as this random episode will always be known as the yeah. um, the final episode. I don't even know what how you could end The Simpsons other than I love it if they did some sort of, uh, um, you know, episode about hey, we haven't aged a day at all. There's no <laughs> continuity. We're, we're we're we've been trapped in this continuity paradox. We're finally getting out, and then like you know, um. You know that uh, then everyone starts aging and it's like <laughs> the end or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that'd be like an interesting meta meta ending, but uh, I'm sure the writers will come up with something clever if that ever happened. Or or have like what they look like. Like sometimes on sitcoms, they'll have the last episode will be what happened ten years from now or something. You'll see like an older Bart and an older Lisa or something. I I don't. Know. It's kind of strange. Well, well and, and the funny thing oh. is they've done they've done versions of. Here's what all adult Bart would look like in this future. Or, yeah, yeah. And it's so uh, it's always we've had those those funny thing is we've had those kind of answers already. So, yeah. Maybe it just ends. You know, I mean, the, yeah, it just there's, ends. There's whatever sitcoms to do that. Sometimes it goes a cancellation, but there's they don't really do a finale. They just do a last episode and it's gone. Uh, Craig, I was interested from a pop culture standpoint. Um, you've said film and movie and everything. I, I guess they don't have to pay voice actors as much as if they were like it seems like it's probably less costly to produce. Is that another reason yeah, why it's on? It, yeah, definitely less costly. I mean, I, I'm sure they've cut as many corners. If you look at the the Fox animated lineup, I mean everything is has sort of their own little yeah. unique look and the Simpsons obviously does too. Family Guy has a unique look. Um, you know, Family Guy's even made fun of Bob's Burgers animation and how it, how the characters are rendered in animation. Um, they have their new show, The Great North, that's sort of like Bob's Burgers in terms of its animation. So maybe it's just cheap cheap to produce. I would think, though, after several, you know, 30 plus years now that, 
you know, some of these, you know, voice actors that have been around for a while, you know, I'm sure they're making pretty good money because they're the stars of the show. Like if, you know, if some of these people left, they would be in, you know, dire straits, I think. It's not like, you know, Family Guy that had, you know, Lacey Chabert voice act, you know, Meg, and now it's, you know, for the first season, and now it's Mila Kunis, and, you know, you can tell the difference, but, you know, it's not as big of a deal as it would be if, you know, one of the characters from The Simpsons decided I'm done, and I'm taking my four or five or six people that I voice and, you know, taking them with me, so... You know, I'm sure they get paid pretty handsomely, but maybe, you know, rendering the animation isn't as expensive for The Simpsons. You know, if you look at it, though, they're still the second or the third highest rated show on Fox's lineup behind the 911 and uh, 911 Lone Star shows. So they still consistently beat Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, uh, The Great North in the 1849 demographic, and they beat them in overall viewership. So you know, goes back to the question of is, is Family Guy going to go, you know, or is, uh, you know, The Simpsons going to be off the air anytime soon? I don't think so. Not unless their ratings really just dip. Yeah, I took a look. 300,000 episodes, <clears throat> the main voice actors get, which isn't bad because half these guys you've never heard of before. Um, you know, the most noble voice actor on The Simpsons um, is the great... Um, Losing track on the internet. Uh, Hank Azaria, who's done other uh, roles sure. too, and you know some of the other um, people have got names by fans over the years. I mean, you start hearing of people like um, you know Dan Castanella and stuff like that, who plays Homer and everything. But man, three hundred thousand a year—it's a lot. But honestly, it's less than other bigger sitcom people have. So, Brandon, I think that's what it's ever going to end. It's cheaper to produce. And on TV, if you do a cheaper produced TV show, you're in good shape, I guess. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if... Uh, I think it might end in terms of, like, what Matt... How Matt... Whether Matt, uh, the creator, or whoever, I guess, is, like, kind of, you know... Um, you know, in, who's, real, I guess, heavily involved or has that vision. I don't know. Could The Simpsons survive even go beyond... The people who've created it, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Um, you know, um, that's really the you know uh, key key question. So we'll see. I, I I mean, for I think it's I'm more I'm more with Craig. It's more likely to keep going on, but <laughs> you never know with Disney. You never know. Yeah, I mean, and really, even like the Apu controversy you're talking about, it. It was a thing, but they kind of got by it. It was just, it was a thing for a while, but then it wasn't. It was kind of weird. It's, it was, it was really interesting. Um, just kind of like, um, and it's again, it's, it, it's, it speaks to the fact that The Simpsons has run on for so long that things that weren't such an issue in the 90s or early 90s or even 80, 1989, I mean, have become. You know, kind of catch up to you today. I mean, and you wouldn't normally have this problem if if The Simpsons ended in 1999 or 2009. Um, but um, so it's going to be interesting to see how a different show it will be in 2029. But um, yeah, we'll see what it, what happens. Well, and you compare this to some other long running shows. I mean, you know, South Park. You know, that's run since 97, so I guess it's in the same vein. But not many shows last as long. And 
Gunsmoke, it looks like, had the longest TV run for 20 years. Um, Lassie. I didn't know there was a TV series named Lassie, but that was on for 17 years. Yeah. I don't think I ever watched Lassie. Did you, Craig? No. No, it's before okay. my time. And then if you count, like, soap operas, I guess All My Children was on for 41 years. But, I mean, but again, in terms of regular weekly sitcom, man, Simpsons, again, it's different than Seinfeld because it's animated. But, man, 32, 33, 34 years, man, it's, it's crazy. I, I put out a joke. Like, the second longest running animated show was Arthur from PBS. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. How long was that? Well, they're actually announced that their 25th season will be their final one. Whoa. <laughs> so they're getting the finale, but um, I was making a joke. I'd love to see a, uh, a crossover of The Simpsons and Arthur. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> might, very horrifying. Yeah. Well, that's another big question. How do you end Arthur? What, what's that finale going to be like? <laughs> Look out. <laughs> the last episode, I think, is called Arthur All Grown Up, so oh. that will probably be... They're going to go for the... Go for the um, um, at least that's what I did from research. It could be totally wrong, but um, you know maybe that'll probably be the they're going to go for the ten years from now. <laughs> I I wonder big news over the past over the weekend. Uh, there was some talk of there was an R-rated version of Mrs. Doubtfire, an NC seventeen rated version of Mrs. Doubtfire. It was I, I guess Robin Williams joke she was telling. Brandon, I wonder if it's going to be an NC-17 version of Arthur. Well, 10 years from now, we'll be clamoring for that. Maybe the <laughs> Arthur character <laughs> says some crazy jokes or something. I don't know. Could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess if the Snyder Cut that was released, then check out um, Craig's review of it. I, I believe that released this morning. Uh, check If not this morning, it's tomorrow. I can't remember, but uh, that's coming out soon, Craig's review, but with the advent of the Snyder Cut, people were like, man, we need that Mrs. Doubtfire Cut. So. No, we don't. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't need I, another Mrs. Doubtfire Cut. I miss I miss Robin Williams. Mrs. Doubtfire is okay. I, I, I'm not sure if I need to see another version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Didn't hate the movie. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but who knows? So, all right. Well, hey, anything else we want to share today about Mrs. Doubtfire, Arthur. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I got to tell you, hats off to Arthur, though, because kids go through shows quick. Yes. Like, for a year, my daughter wanted to watch Peppa Pig every day. She was into Peppa Pig. I was tired of hearing Peppa Pig references. And then <laughs> I'm like, hey, can we throw on Peppa Pig? No, no. She doesn't want to watch Peppa Pig. Yeah. She's into beach houses. Or, or beach beach hunters or beach house hunters. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen okay. this. It's like house hunters on HGTV, yeah. but they go look for houses on the beach. And she likes that because she wants to go to the beach. Okay. So they'll have scenes of the beach in the show. And she gets all excited. And we were watching it yesterday afternoon, and she was yelling, what to go now, Daddy? I'm like, no, we're not. And I was just trying to be conversational. I'm like, you know, what do you think about the house? It would be fun to go there sometime. What's good now? What's live there now? I'm like, hey, don't make that much money. Sorry, bub. <laughs> so, I remember once um, my wife and I were looking at houses when we lived up in Lake County. And do you know that Lake Erie facing houses and Lake Erie is not the beach. 
There's no really great beaches around the Cleveland area of Lake Erie. There, those houses are about a million bucks in advance. Why would you pay a million bucks at a house right near Lake Erie? It's got some charm to it. You know, my wife and I took a walk down there yesterday and, you know, ran into some seagulls and, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some nice houses along, along Lake Erie. Are there, are there more beaches toward your neck of the woods, like Putin Bay and everything? Like, can you actually swim at all there? Yeah. You can't? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend swimming in Lake Erie all the time, but, um, although yeah. they're the running joke of if you swim in Lake Erie, you're immune to COVID, probably. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, Lake Erie is not the cleanest of lake because it's the shallowest of the Great Lakes. So it has al algal blue, you know, the algal blooms. And, you know, it's not exactly the, uh, you know, the, the type of beaches maybe you and your daughter see on the show there because it's uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit more of a brown mixture water than it is you know, clear blue beauty, but, uh, no, I mean, there's some nice houses on there and, you know, Putin Bay has some, you know, really expensive houses and, you know, some of those don't even face Lake Erie. They're just on the Island. So you, you know, you live inside the, the Island, but not even get to see the Lake really. But yeah, there's some nice houses along the shorelines of like Huron and Sadusky and just depends on where you go. Well, that house we checked out Lake Erie, we literally got asked to leave. It was an open house. Okay. We, we just walked in and we're walking around and they're like, and we were in our early 20s. We probably looked like we were poor or whatever, but you're like, you can't, you know, afford here. I'm like, mm. I was kind of ticked. I'm like, again, I don't want to live by Lake Erie because mm. it was in the snow belt re region. So, mm. you know, yeah, your your house gets pounded. So I, I don't know how we got the beach hunters, but uh, got to shout my daughter. That's what she yeah. likes. And I'm sure later today we'll be watching some more beach hunters. Um, yeah, you talk about a show that will never end. There's probably 500 seasons of House Hunters. There's, or because that show is cheap to produce, you just go around the three houses, film inside, and watch some dopey couple, you know, pick what house they want. I like the yeah. running jokes of those where they're like, you know, they, they're introducing the couple, and they're like, "Well, I'm a part-time librarian, and my husband, yeah. Yeah. my husband collects insects for a living. Our budget's five million dollars or something." You know, yeah. that's the running yeah. joke of those house hunting shows. Those very funny. Do you think they just make that crap up? Like when, yeah. when you and your wife go on that show, you're like, I'm a reporter for the Fremont News <laughs> Messenger. And what's your wife do? What's her? She takes care of her brother uh, in home health care. So okay, it should be like I take care of my my brother in home health care, and then your your budget's going to be ten million or something. Well, I mean, yeah, is that well, crap made up? If it, I would hope so, because I can't imagine anybody can afford... I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of the people just have better jobs than we think, or they get paid certain money. You know, I don't know, but sometimes you get these you get these couples on here that, you know, announce their what their jobs are, and you just think, how are they getting a $3 million house or whatever it may be? So, I don't know. I've always well, I, been skeptical of that show. I get mad because there's people in their early 20s on Beach Hunters that are looking for houses. I'm like, either their parents are loaded or, or something's going on. Yeah, uh, you know it's a it's all a front. The part time librarian, she's doing drugs in the back of the yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's she doing with less like, time? Yeah, I agree. Those are yeah. insects that he's selling and collecting. <laughs> right, exactly. Something's going well, on because some of these couples, you just wonder how do they do it. But so, so maybe Hal Sunders has like this pact of a cartel or something where that's where all their contestants come from. Well, it's not contestants, but all their people on the show, you know. Yeah. Some drug cartel or something else. 
Brand's right. We got to investigate House Hunters. That'll be good this podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll bring down House. So, yeah, because we'll make sure Simpsons will have the longest running show in history. We yeah. got to take down House Hunters. So, <laughs> should be good. All right. Well, hey, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Check out our sponsors. Check out, um, just keep sharing it. We'll, again, um, I had a busy week. I wasn't able to share shows on, on social, but it really encouraged me, guys, because there was a bunch of downloads and it shows you that people are still listening and we're, we're really excited about that. And stay tuned. We've got more shows upcoming this week. So for Brandon and Craig, have a great one, guys. We'll see you tomorrow.